Hello, and welcome to the unnamed, mostly Chicago race review podcast. Hello, it's Fuzzy. I'm Erica. Uh, This morning, we ran the uh, much-touted start of the Chicago outdoor running season race, the Shamrock Shuffle 8K. Bank of America. Oh, well, excuse me. Shamrock Shuffle 8K. Yeah, which they, um, and I mean, I guess it is, you know... Loudly proclaim themselves to be the start of Chicago outdoor running. And one of, if not the largest, 8K in the country. Yes. With 40,000... 40,000 people uh, ran the Shamrock Shuffle this morning. Right down... Downtown Chicago, running throughout the loop. Um, Closed down a whole bunch of streets Mm -hmm. for us. Two major start waves, um, a red and a blue, one at 831 at 9... 15. 15, yeah. Um, we were in the second wave, in the blue wave, starting at 9.15, but we were in wave J, so we started at around 10. Yeah. Yeah, pretty late start. So I guess let's jump back uh, to packet pickup. Okay. Um, so this race, I mean, we signed up quite some time ago. Really, I, I, I don't know why. I, uh, I'm i always skeptical when somebody proclaims something about themselves, but it really is true. I mean, 40,000 people out. This really is a big, a big one of the big Chicago races, um, and a kind of a mile marker, and, and one it, that I've never done before, but you have before, correct? Correct. How many times have you done it? The uh, once or twice. Um, I remember that last year's shirts were red. Yes, yeah, so okay. I definitely have done it at least more than once because. Thing number one, it's the Shamrock Shuffle, and today is April seventh. Yeah. So, uh, well, you know. Things can be Irishy other than St. Patrick's Day, especially in a very Irish city like Chicago. I have no idea if the race was originally a St. Patrick's Day race and got shuffled around or shuffled. Uh, I want to um, say that it probably must have been yeah. right. Like, why would you have an Irish shamrock themed race aside from that holiday? Yeah, but I guess I don't know the history of the race. So that's thing number one, but then last year the shirts were like bright red, which was really funny because you think of shamrock and you think of green. I think the shirts are usually green, and today, this year, again, they were green. They were green. Um, So this is a big enough race that Packet Pickup has an expo. Uh, It's out at Navy Pier, um, which is terrible. (laughs) Um, So Navy Pier's a big, you know, tourist attraction in Chicago, but that's pretty much the only people that go out there. Are tourists and, and people who work at Chicago Shakespeare or WBEZ. WBEZ. I I did some uh, I did some work for WBEZ a couple of years ago uh, where I was doing some some computer work for them at nights, and uh, I would always forget every time I went out to go to a meeting out there. A like just how many just the crowds I was going to have to push through, and B how long it is. Navy Pier is really long. Um, <laughs> You get to the start of Navy Pier and you walk into this building and you're like, well, now I'm inside the building. So wherever I'm going has to be pretty close because you're inside the building. But it's like a mile long or more. It was like, long. Uh, it was hard. I was really hungry and it was hard to get there. Yeah. Um, so we trundled down to the exhibition hall. Plus, um, we didn't read the proper information we got beforehand, so we didn't know what the discount was on parking. We didn't want to pay the Navy Fe- Navy Pier, excuse me, twenty five dollar parking, so we parked on 
grand or something. Locked back. Yeah. So then we got there and found out that they were validating parking. And we're like, oh, well. <laughs> I don't know if it was free or just discounted. But, uh, yeah, that was that was silly. Um, but the expo was good. Yep. I mean, uh, pretty efficient, you know. I mean, as far as getting our packets and then uh, shirts. Um, Super they, easy. Yeah. They had uh, they had emailed out uh, what looked like a QR code or something, and I was expecting them to have some sort of fancy lookup device because we could, we could show it on our phone. But then it was just people looking up packets in big boxes of packets. Yeah, there was a uh, there was a QR code that was like bring your electronic ticket and then the woman just wrote my number down on an old scrap of paper and then found my packet. Yeah. So that was in- I wonder, you know, that was interesting there. But there was no um, line. No line. We were there Friday afternoon. Expo was Friday and Saturday. And we got there around 6. Yeah. Or so. Yeah, it wasn't super crowded. The Expo had some good things um not a lot of samples, but some, and uh, some of the regular old people that you see at an expo selling their wares. Um, but some exciting, you know, new race info, and uh, some shirtless dude, and uh, an alternative to coffee. So we learned a little bit. Tasted kind of like weak coffee. <laughs> uh yeah uh so we didn't buy anything so if didn't. you're like judging an expo by the amount that you spend in an expo because the point of an expo is that people want you to spend money when you walk from one side of it to the other well we didn't buy anything that is true but we did gather pamphlets of information for other products and events so we did that we did that so this morning uh, we got up, uh, and because we had we knew we had such a, a late start time, we didn't have to get up at five in the morning. Um, Thank goodness, because we were out late last night at a show. That is true. <laughs> so reasonable. So it's nice that if you're in the second wave, uh, you can know that ahead of time. Um, I mean, we could have even been. I mean, the fact that they were they're very uh, you know like. Wave two, you need to be in your start corral by 9 a.m. And the fact that we didn't actually start moving till 10, we didn't start running till 10 or so. I mean, it was... Yeah, it was interesting. It was nice that we had a leisurely morning um, and there were a lot of shufflers on the train with us on the way downtown. But then there is there that weird thing about warming up for an, for a race and then having an hour after you've warmed up before you actually start running. So at one point, you looked at me and we're like, I need to be running right now. Yeah. And we kind of like stretched again another point because we'd gotten like ready and geared up. And, you know, there was no like race time jitters or there was no like anxiety before the race because we've done these a million times now. So it was just like, oh, fun. We're going to run this five mile run today. Uh, but it felt like we had to keep moving in order to stay warmed up and ready right. to start running. I was thinking this morning, I was thinking that these big races compared to many of the others we do are kind of like the difference between um, going and seeing a band at uh, a small club or somewhere like the Metro, but then versus a, a stadium show. And there's pros and cons to, to each of them. I mean, on both sides, you know, I tend to prefer with bands, I prefer a, a smaller club. Now you won't see as big a name, and they won't have spectacle. 
right? You know, nobody's going to have fireworks right. at a small club. And this this today, nobody's going to shut down the loop for a couple hundred people to run a race. Um, you know, it takes 40,000 people for them to shut down the loop. So that's the benefit. But the downside is that it takes an hour to get everybody. It takes an hour to get half the people through the through the shoot. <laughs> uh, real quick, jumping back to the shirt. We always talk about the shirt. Yeah. Um, the shirt is really cute this year. It's a really nice green. And um, I like that they have male and female sizes. Any race that has like separate gender sizing is really a-okay in my book. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people were wearing the shirt today. Uh, and a lot of people wearing just green and leprechaun costumes. And tutus. And, yeah. And whatnot. Um, so the different starting corrals had different start times and they would like, you know, start one corral and then get you guys to the front. And I got to say a shout out to the announcer guy because that guy is a hard worker because you in that role have to keep the energy up 100% for the whole duration of the start wave. And if we knew that like the first wave was like a half hour, 45 minutes. And then you have to do it again for the second wave. You got to like be at your most excited a hundred percent of the time. And uh, kudos to that guy who was doing that this morning. Who was one of those two guys who does all these races. Yeah. Whoever so, he is. Yeah. Whatever your name guy. is, that guy. Nice work. Yeah. So we started running at about 10. Um, We were in the blue wave, which was wave two uh, in the Corral J. Um, I have to admit that I was nervous starting uh, before we ran because of, in the information, they said that there was an hour and 15 minute limit to doing the run, that you had to be within a 15 minute pace mile. And this year, uh, I've started, I've been training for the... um, Soldier Field 10, but I can't run in the cold. So I've had an issue with um, not really staying on my training because the gym I'm a member of has limited treadmills. So I was concerned that I was going to have to walk a great amil- amount of time and was concerned that I was going to be have to like shuffled off the, the path. But as we started, I realized that that was probably not really going to happen because there were other waves behind me. So I wasn't going to be the last person in the run. Um... And I'm really pleasantly surprised. The weather was nice. It was like 50 degrees and sunny and I was properly bundled up and the run was super fun and easy and good and I loved it. Yeah, awesome. Um, That's great. And we you made a great time. I thought I was going to, I finished a little bit before you and I thought I was going to finish well before you and so I walked through the finishing shoot and went and picked up our gear check and I was going to go back and try to watch you finish and then you were on the phone saying, where are you? I'm done. Yeah, I did it in less than an hour, just shy uh, of an hour. I was 59 minutes and 16 seconds, so I was really proud of myself because I thought I was going to be longer than that for an 8K. What was your time? Uh, Just under 50 minutes. 50? So, so 49, 49 minutes and some seconds, yeah. Nice. So uh, We both had issues with our GPSs on our Nike Plus. Oh, yeah, and mine did this last year, too, that downtown, I guess, the Nike Plus, um, I don't know if it's because I think it supplements GPS with Wi-Fi, and like it's picking up, oh, cat just rubbed against the microphone. <laughs> um, and she's wet. Oh. Gross. 
She's been in the tub. So, um, it the GPS picks up signals and thinks you've run a lot farther than you have. It sort of the the map looks like this zigzag. Yeah, so, yeah. At, I had run like by by the actual halfway point. It thought I was. Uh, you know, had run three miles already. And, right. At know. seven minutes in, I got my one mile uh, notification. And then at 19 minutes, I had my halfway point notification. So I turned off my Nike Plus because it was throwing me off. It, I mean, it wasn't, but I didn't want it to... Um, I didn't want it to throw me when I needed that boost to say you're almost there to be yeah. like, you're almost there. And I was only at three miles, you know, so yeah. I, I turned mine off and just listened to my music. Um, I did listen to music the whole way through, so I don't know if the DJs or the music along the course were any good. Did yeah, you... I did. I listened to music as well. So okay. I don't know either. But it was great. I'm really proud of myself for training and actually trying and and doing well. I ran the majority of the time and only had to walk a couple of the times. Um, There were only two aid stations, one at like 1.8 and one at 3.5. That's true. um, With both Gatorade and water. The first time I went Gatorade, second time I went water. Mm -hmm. What Did you have any? Uh, Yeah, Gatorade both times. Both times. Um, and it was a really lovely course. Like the Yeah, it's a great course. Oh downtown my gosh, you're downtown. Yeah. Yeah. Across the river with the bridges. They put a little mat down over the ends of the bridges so it wasn't the weird like stuff under your feet of the um the metal grid. Yeah. Metal grid, yeah. So it was easier to run on. Um there was a little bit of issue with uh crowding at one point because there were a lot of walkers at least where I was and so at one point I tried to get my way through a couple of the walkers and I my uh window narrowed and I ended up sort of like running over a woman and I felt terrible about it and she was totally cool and once I passed her um she started running and I and I took out my earphone and, and apologized for sort of stepping on her. And she was like, no, actually, I needed the motivation to start running again. So then I was like, we can do this. Let's do it. Um, but I try to be respectful. I don't like to be run over. And I hated yeah. that, like when in that moment where I was like, I don't want to slow down and I'm, I need to. I wasn't able to. So uh, there were a little crowding moments here and there, but lots of pockets of open running on my own pace. Um, and then a hill right at the end. Yeah. All these races that end downtown, I mean, by any other city standards, it's a nothing hill, but, but all these races that end downtown, um, there's a little, there's a hill right at the end when you're going up on, uh, Roosevelt. Um, and it's just, it could be a killer. Yeah. I walked up the hill a little bit because I didn't know how much longer before the finish line. And uh, that last mile, I had to walk a little bit more. I didn't walk a lot, but I had to just walk a little. And um, I ran up the other hills, but this one, I was like, I'm going to take a moment and just, like, catch my breath. And then once you got to the top of the hill, you ran into the corner and you saw the finish line. So then it was just a sprint to the finish. Um, But a lot of people were walking it. Some people were running it. And everyone afterwards was like, oh, that hill at the end. But uh, it was a nice sense of accomplishment when we finished. They didn't call my name out over the loudspeaker. They were calling other people's names. But when I crossed, they were talking about, I think, the marathon um, later this year. And then there was... Go ahead. Go ahead. 
then there was, uh, they gave you a bottle of water, you could get a cup of Gatorade, and then there were bananas, and then a bag that had granola bars and sun chips in it in the finishing shoot. Um, there was a place where you could take a finisher's photo, but there was no medal. Um, but that's fine. And, and then there was the post-race party area around Buckingham Fountain. With Michelob Ultra. Oh, our old friend, oh, Michelob Ultra. I set my expectations really low for how good that beer was going to be. I mean, I knew it was not going to be a good beer, but I thought, okay, it's going to be, I know how bad it's going to be, but at least it'll be like refreshing and, a, you know, something to drink after this hard race I've just done. And it managed to disappoint even those low expectations. <laughs> It was not a good beer. The first drink of it was the worst. It was like the worst, right? You're like, oh my God, this is so crappy. And then the second and third were pretty bad. And then in our bag afterwards that we got, uh, we had a bag of sun chips and it was nacho cheese sun chips. And I started eating my chips and then relaxing into being done with the race, eating these salty chips, and then drinking the beer, it actually became really refreshing to me. And I chugged it. It was really tasty after a while. After I got over that initial, like, this is not a good beer. I I never warmed up to that Michelob Ultra. And I described it as yeast water. Yes, yeast water. I mean, sometimes you just need a good yeast water after a hard run. (laughs) <laughs> all right so the shamrock shuffle oh you have i did have something else uh i was just gonna say about the post-race party the party was going we finished at 11 the post-race party was going to go until 1 30 and there were bands supposed to play but we didn't see them and we didn't um like take advantage of the other things that were there but uh i feel like there was something else oh um packet pickup i mean uh gear check um rather was easy we were in and out That's uh there was a different gear check for both the first wave and the second wave. And then there were a ton of porta potties, which was great. I'm always concerned about the number of restroom facilities for an event. So for 40,000 people, there were a lot of them. And uh, we had to wait in line before the race, but not for super long. And then afterwards, there were no um, lines for any of them, yeah. which was great. Uh, the post-race party was kind of crowded, but uh, not terrible. Just regular, like, pushing your way through a crowd. Um I feel like there was something else I was going to say about it all, but now I don't remember what it was. <laughs> but it was fun. Well, if you remember it, you can leave it as a comment on the webpage for the podcast. You know what? I'll do that. Yeah. So but it was a great event. This was my first Shamrock Shuffle, and I would totally do it again. I had a blast, and I felt really proud of myself uh, for my time, and it was just a really lovely experience overall. Yeah. So Shamrock Shuffle, as long as you don't mind big crowds in a big race, uh, a great run. Yeah. All right. So our next one is scheduled for April 26th, I think, and it is the Rave Run. Okay. Which is a nighttime run that is electronica and lights like yeah. a rave. We'll see. We'll see how ravey it is. Yeah. We have a we have a team, uh, robot laser kittens of doom or something uh, i think it's rope team laser kittens team i think it's just team laser kittens if you want to be a part of our team if you want to be a part of our team search for L- laser is spelled with a z though in our team which yeah, the yeah, word laser is really spelled with an s but ours right. is with a z so 
Join our team. We're uh, non-traditional like that, yo. Yo. All right. See you guys at a run. Toodles. Bye.